This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OT3. Today, I am hosting um, our special Glee episode, and my name is Sarah, and today I have with me my lovely co-hosts. Hello, I'm Steffi, and I also used to watch Glee. Hello, I am Ashley. I mean, who didn't watch Glee? Um, it is who remembers everything about Glee that we will find out in this episode. And the answer is no one. Um, <laughs> so part of our anti-queer baiting month content, um, I felt like we had to talk about Glee mm -hmm. because I feel like Kurt and Blaine were like the like outstanding, like it, I remember watching it on Fox News when it happened. Like people it were was, talking about it everywhere. People it was like, talk hey, about it are you time. letting your kids watch this demonic show? Two boys are kissy. Two boys have confessed to each other. It's like, <gasps> yeah. clutch your pearls, clutch your uh, pearls tighter. For those who don't know though, what is Glee? <laughs> so Glee is a TV show from that ran from 2009 to 2015, created by Ryan Murphy. Um, and it is a, it is kind of like somebody watched High School Musical and said, I need an entire TV show of that. And that's kind of what it is. And then like fit every single social problem you can into the show. Yes, I have a list. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh my God. So real quick, just gonna say uh, Glee, it, a couple things I wanna cover at the top. One, it's gonna talk about wild shit from start to finish. And I might like briefly brush on them and maybe talk at them more. Um, so heads up on that. Two, uh, a lot of the characters and actors are problematic uh, to the point of insanity wise. Um, some, and unfortunately a decent amount of them has passed away. Three. Three of them have passed yeah. away from the original cast, um, which is unfortunate. And um, just wanted to like say those things at the top because we'll probably mention them offhandedly and I hope that none of it is taken and seriously, and, and sincerely, and sincerely, and sincerely, um, yeah, there we go. At all, look, we were making fun of the show, not the deaths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing the that people. out there. That's um, not right. Glee was ridiculous. We were all there for oh it. Oh my god, the fandom was ridiculous. It was yeah. wild. But first, I was going to mention mm -hmm. Ryan Murphy, just because I think it's wild the list of stuff he's created. Okay. So Ryan Murphy created Glee. Mm -hmm. um, he's also created Nip Tuck. That was his first foray into television. Oh, yeah, that show. Eat, Pray, Love was he was the director of. Yeah, that checks. Whoa, all right. That was that was the one that threw me. Um, and then American Horror Stories, which I just think is wild. Like that the fact is, that Glee and American Horror Story came from the same brain really stresses me out. That's that hilarious because <laughs> I love American Horror. Uh, one one second, Jaron, what do you know about Glee? Yeah, Jaron, I know nothing. It was that show that was like. Didn't they do like a really shitty cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, wasn't Drake on here? Is that Probably. Yeah. I remember something like that. I don't know. That's all I know. Okay. Okay. Um, also, I want to say this as well because I found this out today and I was very upset. Um, so the current like gay icon or like TV show obsession that's like a running like cable television is this couple on 911. Mm -hmm. Ryan Murphy also created it. Interesting. And I just like, I see the fandom of 911 exists oh, all the time. Okay. And I see them pop up and I like, and I'm like, oh, this is vibes. And I couldn't that get the vibes. That has never crossed my radar at all. Really? Yeah. It crosses my radar all the time. Interesting. I Ashley? see. That's so. I mean, yeah. I mean, now that Sarah says it, I go, I did not put those pieces together at all. Uh -huh. Yeah. So if you uh, are craving some Ryan Murphy um, unrequited gay love, go watch 911. Or requited, but um. <laughs> uh, so, Glee, uh -huh. six seasons, mm -hmm. 121 episodes, mm. 754 musical performances. Oh, God. Jesus. <sighs> some good, some bad, some amazing. Some awful. Some really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like some whole... controversies. Ugh. Like, the reason I stopped watching was there was a holiday special that was so bad that while I was watching it, I was you going- You didn't like that one? You mentioned it. You go, yeah, the black and white one. I go, oh, that was a good one. I, I hated that. that one. So like I'm watching, I was like, is this real life? Is this actually happening? No. And it was. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't watch this. I didn't even finish the episode. I was like, I'm done. And then I never watched an episode until the memorial episode for um, so the one guy. 
So to bring it back, just for people that have not watched Glee, which I don't know, there there, there are people. Jaren's one of them. <laughs> um, it is set in a high school. Yeah. Um, there is a club. There's a show choir. Yes. And I mean, it's all the high school drama. And they basically, um, they're having, like as Stevie said, all these like dramatic high school issues mm-hmm. that they bust out into songs. Yes. Um, quite all the time. <laughs> 754 musical performances over 121 episodes. That's wild. And they sing uh, popular music. Uh, uh, I would say pop music, but it kind of can span. Like sometimes they'd their, sing oldies. Their new Christmas stuff. album to this day, I still listen to their Christmas music. Ugh. I love their Christmas music I, I so much. I hate it so much. I'm sorry, Sarah. It's uh, not it's my okay. jam. It's, it's a polarizing show, obviously. <laughs> Some people love certain episodes. Some people hate certain episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'm a musical fan. I love musicals. I'm obsessed about musicals. That's why I got into the show. Well, sort of why I got into the show. It is just, I don't know. It just, like we talked about in other episodes, uh, when it's in high school, everything is so important. Yeah. And in Glee, like everything was and such also, a like, problem, a drama, a Nothing was situation. off limits. No. Nothing. Which was honestly great, but also horrible all at the same time. Because mm-hmm. like as much as they tried, they 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 handled a lot of issues and because they handled so many issues like they didn't handle them well yeah um they try to be representation for everybody and then didn't do a great job of it basically the first time i stopped watching and i went back and watched again was when um this it was in a single episode the main character rachel was going to elope with finn and quinn finn's ex girlfriend who was pregnant was on the way, I think she was pregnant at the time, I don't know if she was, but on the way to the wedding, texting and driving and got hit by a car. And then I I was like, that's a, and then it was at the same time, like Rachel was like running away from the wedding because she realized she didn't want to elope. And it was just like this fucking shit show. And I go, I think I need to stop this for a little bit. (laughs) This is a little unrealistic. (laughs) Maybe I need, yeah, maybe I need a break. Um, But the reason why we're here and why Sarah has two pages of notes is because <laughs> this is our anti-queer baiting episode. Yes, yes. And um at the time, uh when I can't, when did when did the relationship start? Like what year was it? I that think so claim became a thing. Like what was it? So I'm gonna go through a couple of things before we really get into yeah. that. Okay. But first, Steffi, do you wanna mention something about how you got into Glee? Because you you seemed like you had a story there and I'd love to hear it. Um the only reason I started watching Glee was because the character Blaine, who was played by Darren Chris, was in it. Mm-hmm. Once I found out he was in it, I was like, well I'm gonna watch the show because he's from a thing called a very Potter musical. Oh. Which yeah. was very viral around that time. Uh-huh. And yeah, I was like- He was Harry Potter. Yeah. So if you ever watch a very Potter musical, it is Darren Chris from Glee singing the songs. And like, I saw it live where he performed it like a very Potter senior year and it was, it's so good. And so I was like, I really want to support this dude. Let me check this show out. I like musicals anyways, so might as well. Yeah, no, my sister bought them for me one Christmas and she goes, I think you're going to like this. And then I refused. <laughs> And then like a year later, I watched it and I fell mm. deep. Like when you remember how like you guys like, Sarah falls into like things mm-hmm. and then she's obsessed with them. Like it was Harry Potter got me into fan fiction, but Clayne is what got me addicted to fan fiction. Oh. Like a hundred percent. So like, I know, like I'm going to say this, like blanket statement right now. I know that there are a lot of canonical relationships in this show and there are some great women loving women. There's some trans rep there's there's some other like bi rep and just a little bit of every lgbtq at the time that was widely talked about but i am focusing on claim because my little high school heart was obsessed with it and i can speak about it with almost no research (laughs) (laughs) there it is so that is uh that is why i would like to like shout out to britanna which is a canonical uh lesbian ship well a lesbian and bi woman uh, ship that got married at the end. So like mm-hmm. happy, like friends to lovers. They dealt with a lot of issues of like coming out and stuff like that. So like, I would mm-hmm. like to nod my hat at them and they did it well. Now, Clayne. So. The healthiest relationship in the show. Even though it had problems. Even though it had problems. Yes. Um, <laughs> all the, I mean, all of the relationship had so many problems. Yeah. First of all, it had a great ship name, Clayne. Clayne. Great Good. ship name. It was yeah. Kurt Hummel and Blaine Anderson. Kurt Hummel is one of the main characters from the very first episode from the very first season. 
he is the stereotypical gay boy from the early 2000s. Like, it was to the point where offensive now, looking back at it, like he was offensively stereotyped. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm. I know things like ship names started off. When did ship names start off? Like, because I remember like Benifer was a huge thing. Ship names are like when they meet and then the- No, the, no, but when did it start, like, like in general? Like kind of putting the names together, yeah. like in pop culture. God, fuck if I know. Here, I'll look it up. Thank okay. you. <laughs> I was like, we're running an episode. <laughs> what do you want from me? I don't know. That maybe yeah, you Yeah, I have that with me. Yeah, I have that. I have that. I did that research today as well. Who knows? You might, you just know random things. I do know random just things. Just sorry for assuming that you knew this. Thank you. Um, okay, so <laughs> Kurt Hummel, you're introduced from very early on. He is- often bullied for it hit being gay, like to the point of absurdities, um, thrown in the dumpsters, slushies were a really big factor later in the season. Um, and he really didn't have anybody at school. And so he joins the Glee Club because he's always wanted to be like a Broadway actor. Mm-hmm. And so this is like in his brain, he's like, this is great. This is perfect. Um, when the show starts out, he's really deep in the closet. Um, and he there is a, a incredible moment um, and I remember it. it was again, it was like Fox News. Like my dad watched it, so I would always see it. And they talked about Glee so fucking much <laughs> because um the way they handled Kurt coming out was incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I think that like you can't doubt that. This is the way that Kurt and his dad had a very solid relationship that even if they had problems, like they generally talk through them. And his father's name is Bert. His name is Kurt. Oh rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um but uh he got caught in his uh, bedroom dancing to single ladies with two other girls from Glee. That's right. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. They're my, one of them's my girlfriend. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. And then he, in a desperate attempt to be like straight to his father, he joins a football team and is surprisingly good at it. <laughs> and he, um, after like seeing how proud his father was of him, he then came out to his father that night being like, I'm gay dad. And the dad responded being like, yeah, I know you, when you were three, you asked for a pair of sensible heels. Like <laughs> I didn't think you were straight to be quite honest. And <laughs> not the greatest line, but you know. Yeah, it's again, it was stereotypes, stereotypes. Like, a little like sweet, sweet. Like you expected in, in watching it, I expected it to go awry sour because yeah, mm. his dad is like this blue collar. Well, he was a mechanic, right? Yes, he was. It was this blue collar mechanic, you know, very stereotypical it could have gone the wrong way but and like i will argue this like they do set up kurt with like some like i would argue kurt is one of the most developed characters in that fucking show Mm. because like due to like these things that they gave him and like and also like ryan uh murphy the creator is also gay so maybe it was like a little bit pulling from actual Mm -hmm. reality where like kurt hummel is really obsessed with nice cars but his dad owns a mechanic shop and he's worked there his entire life so it's like they work that into this. So like, despite him being stereotypical gay, he does have like some facets to him that they did explore. Um, but uh, like, it like gets into it really a lot about like Bert and Kurt and like having to deal with a gay son and almost like very, very rarely does it get to the, like they're, they, they face it head on as like father and son because mm-hmm. like Kurt's mother passed away at a young age. And so he never really had a mom growing up. And just like the way they handled it was really great. Um, a lot of moments of like Bert sitting down being like, I'm so proud for you later on running for public office to help support his son and like get better representation for him in like uh, government. It's It was really good. Um, also for the record, this takes place in Ohio, in Lima, mm. Ohio or Lima, that. Lima, that's it. Um, and so like, that's kind of like Kurt uh, he's always had high fashion, cars, high standards. It's it's something. Um, and then you have the other character, the other part of the Klain duo, which is Blaine Anderson, which is played by... Uh, Darren Chris. Darren Chris, I love you. Our it's lovely so star funny kid. that that was what brought you in, Stuffy. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, when I found <clears throat> it was Blaine... Like, I was already watching Glee, and then I found out it was Darren Chris. I lost my shit. I was like, <laughs> <gasps> Darren Chris. So I was really obsessed with very. I wasn't really obsessed with Star Kid. Like, Star oh my, God. excellent! If you've never watched Star Kid, believe, honestly, that's an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, Blaine Anderson. We're introduced to him in season two when Kurt it goes to sp- spy on another uh, Glee club. Right, he goes to spy, and so he goes to spy as like an aspiring, like I'm checking out this place called Dalton. 
It's so and funny how like um, competitive they are. Oh, they're so incredible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. So they're at, he's there and he sees Blaine singing and immediately he's like, wow, this man is beautiful. And he, and like Blaine like kind of figures out why he's there and he takes out Kurt for coffee and like they sit down and have a conversation and they become friends. And that friendship kind of grows and um, Kurt actually ends up leaving McKinley briefly mm -hmm. because of the bullying that he's having issues with. Mm -hmm. And there's like uh, Dave Karofsky. It's important to say his name. His big bully is Dave. Um, and he, it just gets really, really bad. Like Blaine at one point goes and like addresses the issue there. Um, also a point to note is that when Blaine was in, uh, before he went to Dalton, he was at another school. He asked another boy out to the Sadie Hawkins dance because they were both gay and they just went as friends and uh, they got jumped and beat up and like sent oh, to the wow. hospital because of the mm. homophobia issues. Um, but like, this is kind of like with Heartstopper where I said like, they talk about homophobia, but not in like the extremes where mm -hmm. I feel like Glee talks about homophobia. Glee talks about everything in the extremes. Yeah. It's Whereas maybe Heartstoppers was like, kind of like the utopia that could have been. Glee was like, we take it to 11 and show like. Mm. I don't think utopia, but like, I need you to see. It's not utopia. It's just more like where the kids are today. It's like, I feel yeah. like it's... Because we've definitely, like, uh, at least in some areas, we've come a long way mm -hmm. from what it used to be. There's definitely a lot more acceptance. Hey, capitalism is taking advantage of it now. So, you know, ooh. But Target there's Pride still... Collection's really good. <laughs> there's still a lot of work to be done, but especially in what was the early 2000s, it was, it was a lot yeah. worse. So, um, introducing Blaine, like, so... Kurt comes to Dalton because it has an anti-bullying policy and that's why Blaine went and they kind of figure it out and they're friends there. Um, now, like kind of getting in their story together of the two of them, um, Kurt uh, moves to Dalton and while he's there, he admits to Blaine that like his feelings have gone beyond just friends and like he's kind of romantically interested. Blaine is like, just confessed to this other guy and it was a giant yeah. shit show and he's like I don't know what to do with romance apparently I'm bad at it I don't recognize it I don't know what's going on or what I want I think we just need to be friends so like he doesn't say no to Kurt but he's also like I have fucking no idea which I think is like a very good response like in my brain but <laughs> it was definitely one of those moments where it was like <sighs> yeah mm-hmm mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. in the show previously, Kurt has had a lot of crushes on straight men and it's caused issues mm -hmm. to the point where like um, later on, um, the character Finn is his brother-in-law, but, uh, or stepbrother, I guess is a better word Yeah, I was say. like, is it, don't, it's stepbrother, it right? It is stepbrother. Not brother-in-law. <laughs> no, it's not brother-in-law, it's stepbrother. <laughs> okay. But um, Kurt has such a crush on Finn that he invites Finn's mother and Finn over to the house, pretending to set up his dad, but really it was to get more time with Finn and then Bert and Carol, which is Finn's mother, actually, actually like fall in love <laughs> and hit it off. And it's like, and then Aww, it's so sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet, but like it, it addresses issues then of like Kurt having to like share his father and like there's a man that's always the, the son his dad wanted. And like it's it, oh. like, a, yeah, it like again covers a lot of issues with it. Like any issue is available. Actually, can I just pause real quick in the story? Mm -hmm. All right. I wrote down. In the Wikipedia article, they mentioned each season what the main issues were, and I want to read them. Yes, sure, yes, let's do it. it. Let's do it. <laughs> Sex, relationships, homosexuality, teen pregnancy, disability, acceptance, religion, bullying, rumors, teen drinking, death, disability, texting while driving, bulimia, gender identity, child molestation, dyslexia, school violence, pregnancy scare, mourning, body image, gay bashing, intimacy, gay marriage, transitioning. A lot of issues. Six seasons. That's a lot. That's a lot to cover over six yeah. seasons. And a show about a glee club. In a show about a glee club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back to Curtin Blaine. I just wanted to detour that because it's wild. Unless you guys had something. Um, I got nothing. I gotta say it was definitely one of my more favorite ships. It was unfortunate that the like female-led like gay relationships weren't as wholesome. They were usually a lot more toxic. Yeah. And very fighty. Um, but it was nice that, you know, a couple of the characters did end up together. So. Yeah. And like the one thing I will say is like I'm 
I'm going to go through like kind of the basics of Kurt and Blaine's relationship, mm-hmm. but like truly watching the show back in the day, they were the healthiest relationship. Like there was not a lot of backstabbing. There was like maybe some instances of miscommunication, maybe one instance of kind of cheating. I mean, it's cheating. It's cheating. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out. There is no kind of cheating. There's cheating. He, che- he cheated, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's just... Uh, <laughs> So Kurt moves to Dalton, tells he likes Blaine. And then Blaine, while watching Kurt cry over his dead bird um, and see him sing Blackbird, uh, then Blaine realizes he's in love with Kurt. And then as Kurt is decorating the bird's coffin, they have their first kiss. It's weird, but you know, cute. Yes. So they have their first kiss. (laughs) Everyone just looks at Jaren. We just all turn to (laughs) Jaren. No, like, Steffi, you were like, we- weird, but cute. And then you made a face, and I was like, oh, yeah, that face is like, that's pretty much called for. Yeah. 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 If you guys couldn't see my face because you're on audio only, it was a very perplexed look. Yeah. <laughs> it's a part that people forget about, but I have very distinct memories of because, like, it was so cute. Um, cute. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. It was, it was as someone who shipped them and was, like, reading fan fiction, like, the fact that they kissed was everywhere, which is funny then. Because they're doing this over the coffin of the dead bird. So every single fucking news article, every single fucking news run mm-hmm. about this this gay kiss was them kissing over the dead bird. <laughs> they kiss over dead bird. Yeah, I just bet some me... radicalists had fun with that. <laughs> they, would, they were not focusing on the dead bird. They were focusing 100% on the kiss. Like, I read, mm. it was Two so... high schoolers was the actors yeah. a little older, but depicted... Kissing, it was, uh, it caused a lot of stir. So I was, while I was doing like brief research on this, um, I saw this article that I thought was very interesting and it was talking about how Kurt and Blaine gave the average TV viewer something that we've never seen, which is like, yes, there's been gay representation in media, but the way that they're portrayed is almost asexual in the sense compared to their um, straight like counterparts like will and grace is a good example is that like grace is constantly hooking up with people and like will constantly also- bringing people up and then will is just like you don't see it you hear about it maybe but you don't see it as much mm-hmm. i would disagree but maybe i'm remembering wrong because i also grew up on will and grace and i i distinctly remember them kissing in that but show. it wasn't like but they were also adults too like yeah. the, the, yes maybe they kissed but like in like if you compared apples to apples like of like how many kisses and how many partners they had there was a big difference. It's kind of more. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm interested. Yeah, now. I mean, I again, I'm quoting an article, so I could be completely wrong. <laughs> but then also with, um, they also this article mentioned Modern Family, which also was around mm-hmm. the same time, and how they had a gay couple in there, but that gay couple was very rarely seen, like at the early seasons, rarely seen holding hands or like acting particularly lovey-dovey. Where you had like the um, what are the characters' name? The old man and the gorgeous woman. They were like <laughs> on each other constantly, right? But it was like, um, and then like not to mention that Kurt and Blaine were like the first first youthful couple, like one of the yeah. first very youthful couples being like, okay, yeah, like gay in high school is normal. And like it, but like not even just that, because then later in the series, like you see um, Brittany exploring her bisexuality. You see Santana mm-hmm. accepting that she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, in later seasons, you see trans representation, one with a student, Uniqua, no, Unique, Unique. I wrote her name down. Unique Adams. Sorry. Thinking of Backyard Against there for a second. Um, unique. And then also one of uh, their gym teacher, Beast, comes out as trans as well. Um, so, like, there's just, like, a lot of wide variety mm-hmm. that, like, wasn't offered to the youth. So. Yeah. No. we Nobody really had that except adult TV shows. And those were also constantly slammed on conservative news and Fox. Like, I still remember, like, Will and Grace was constantly like, ah, gay people, grr. And, like, I <clears throat> I remember, like, uh, a lot of TikToks recently have been freaking out about, you know, how younger people now finally have these shows that mm-hmm. represent them. In fact, there was a TikTok that, like, almost made me cry, where uh, a mom was at Target and she saw one of their shirts. I it's really that, cute. Yeah. It says, 
just thinking about girls. And she's like, I didn't have that growing up. And now it's it's just here readily available. Yeah. And it's like rainbow capitalism is a thing and it's annoying, but it's like, it's there. It's at the front of Target. When you walk in, they're there's selling a you huge, stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah, but it's like, I bought the overalls. Oh, the overalls <laughs> but more, it's like, it's there. It's not hidden in a back corner. It's not, you have to go to a certain shop to get it. Like, it is there and it is proud. They have floofy skirts for mm-hmm. every single bi flag, like, uh, not bi flag, every queer flag there is. And it's just like, like, yes, one hand, capitalism bad. We all know this, but more movement into being gay, just being a part of life instead of an other. And yeah. it's weird that this is the way it's kind of working, mm-hmm. but at least it's something because before yeah. it was. If anything, a rainbow flag just slapped into something, pushed in the back of the shop. And, you know, it's nice to be able to wear things that, you know, represent who and you especially are. especially with the, at least the the Target brand this year. Good Lord, does that look like they talked to a gay person? Yeah, like, right. the, I bought the, the over- moon shirts. I bought fucking overalls, y'all. The moon shirts, the I'm tired, I'm gay, and I need coffee cup. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay, I know this one's also a big, uh, like, <laughs> some people hate it, some people love it. Uh, every bi person that I know, including myself, loves it. There's one like shirt where there's like two finger guns, and yes. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's I love that that's shirt. Is <laughs> finger guns with the bi flag on them? <laughs> okay, I get if you hate it, but I absolutely love that shirt. Yeah, no, my uh, my roommate has bought I think four things now. We have the cat tunnel, and we have the cat mice. So they have cat toys that are mice that are different flags, mm-hmm. and Aww. he was like, he goes. Hades is an ally because he went straight for the rainbow flag. And I go, they're all <laughs> options. Um, I will even say they have some really cute planters as well that I'm thinking about getting mm-hmm. and just throwing that out there. Okay, back to Blaine. <laughs> so Kurt and Blaine, they're now together. They're holding hands. They kiss another time After in the, the dead same bird. episode. After, After the dead, dead bird, bird. Dead bird, dead bird. But like in that <laughs> first episode, they kiss twice and they hold hands. And so like they, from that moment on, like it's like they are together and they share kisses as any couple would they would go through experiences like any couple would there's um the way like the the thing that glee handled that i didn't hate which is that like it was especially like the first time it's an episode called first time but it is not just curtain plane it's like three different couples are going through the situation together like not together (laughs) but like them like when you're like high school (laughs) friends it's like kind of that that thing where one person does it and then they're all like oh well maybe i want to do it and like the pressure of the Mm -hmm. group Mm -hmm. especially when you're such close friends and like seeing that conspire in a way and like seeing how each person handled it on their own right was really interesting yeah and it was done i felt relatively well but again i am an asexual person so who knows <laughs> i don't remember it enough but i will say that um just to go back to your point where they weren't a lot of gay couples weren't sexualized you can't really see them kiss a whole lot um because like one of the main things that conservatives use use against things like this is like ah oh, they're trying to sexualize the youths when heterosexual relationships have always been like very r-rated for the longest time uh-huh. mm-hmm. stop playing with that sarah I, that's why I took it off the thing so you can't hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just, it's frustrating because like some gay relationships are ace, but a relationship is a relationship no matter what. Yes. And unfortunately, conservatives see it as a way like, oh, you're gay, you're sexualizing the youth, you're trying to did convert you, the Did you see the TikTok? There's this TikTok of this guy being, um, he's like, he's like um, duetting somebody who's like, how am I supposed to, explain to my daughter that there is a third bathroom that's for anybody because gender blah 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 and he goes well when i was young i was told about this uh this crazy being from space who impregnated a 13 year old so that uh uh, it could just kill him later to forgive us for our sins so please uh explain gender (laughs) all right (laughs) so also all uh, like if you have a home apartment or something there's a bathroom it's probably gender neutral you share bathrooms with other people. You shouldn't be seeing the equipment that other people have in bathrooms to begin with. Yeah. That's another rant for another day. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I another, like- another another hot take, type of take. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if you live in Austin, an Al- Alamo Draft House, Mueller does gender oh neutral bathrooms. They in just the best have a bunch way. of bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They have a bunch of stalls. They have floor to ceiling 
closed doors that you could go use the toilet but then there's like a room for urinals and then there's sinks and that's it and it's just so convenient because there's never a line in the girls restroom we need to normalize having closed off rooms because i am so tired of seeing people's feet or little like eyes to the gaps I see the gaps. You know I see exactly the gaps. why I'm looking at you right now, Steffi. Sarah and I made an awful discovery <laughs> that we, our pee schedules have synced up. And, and we both like the same stall. Oh my God. <laughs> it's happened like, and then Steffi panics because it's the second to last stall. And so Steffi goes to the stall right next to me when there's eight stalls. <laughs> there's not eight stalls. Oh six. my God. A, and it's What's happened broken? like twice now. And I was like, what? Steffi, you need to fucking stop. Just go back. Don't pee next to me. I panicked. I just went into the first one that I saw. Y'all use that same. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all use that same one. And it's yeah. like the first time it happened, it was like, ah, joking. The second time, though, was like, this is awful. And I hate everything about this. <laughs> it happened twice yes. in like the same week. It happened twice last week. And I was like, Steffi, I literally like we were sitting there in silent. And I go, Steffi, I need you to know this needs to stop. And then I opened TikTok. <laughs> I was like, I don't I don't like this. And I just yelled, you think I like this, too? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyways, normalize closed off stalls for everybody because it's beautiful and I don't yes. want to see or hear Sarah. Yes. Um, That's back, anyways, back to That's the story. Uh, so you said something in that rant there, mm -hmm. which is, um, I don't remember what it was, but it made me think of there is a line in Glee where um, Bert is kind of like trying to navigate having a son who is like, Bert was never like, I know what to do with this. He was Bert, like, Bert, Bert being Kurt's father. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what to do with this, but like, we're going to figure this out together because you're my son. I love you and I will support you and be proud of you no matter what. Like, that's generally his consensus. But then Kurt gets in a relationship and Bert has no idea what to do with it and know how to like <laughs> feel about it. And like, he, um, at one point, there's this, they get in a fight about the relationship and Kurt says to Blaine, which I feel like is very relevant to this conversation, which is, so it's not being gay that upsets you. It's me acting on it. Uh, oh, yeah. And wow. I feel like that is a thing we see a lot in queer media is mm -hmm. we don't care if there's a gay character, but if there's a gay character kissing another character that is also gay or in the queer family, how dare they? It's like if there's any, like you can be gay, but like just be quiet about it. You can't mm -hmm. be like in the open. It's the whole... Yeah, you're gay, but don't stuff it in my face. Don't shove it down my throat. Let me tell you, the heteros, they shove it down my throat every fucking day. All the day. time, man. Wait, that's a good point because, like you said, you're ace, but there is so much content, even like PG stuff where it's very sexualized all the time. All the time. And it's like, <laughs> that's not the gays. Yeah, I... I'm getting angry at this episode. <laughs> I, I mean, I figured we would. And it's strangely not about Glee yet. No, I mean, I didn't really want to get I can too be, much. I can be angry Glee. at Glee, though, if, if you guys if, want. If you guys really want a Glee episode that goes about Glee, we'll do it. Tell us in like, the comments. This is about There's uh, so much claim. to unpack it's about, about Glee. It's, I feel like this episode is more about this moment because like, mm. I feel like all of us were watching Glee at that time. It was season two. That was probably the most invested time anybody was in that show. Yeah, I think that that was like- For sure. For real. Yeah. One of the seasons I remember the most. Yeah, because it was the Warblers, which had such great characters. You had like Dave Karofsky, like you had Sue Sylvester, who's always incredible. And like it was talking about issues I feel like that were just, I don't know, it, it felt not talked about. Yeah, like I said, they it was great and very ahead of its time in that retrospect, but it was also, it was like, it, it's okay. I want to go back to, uh, I guess, Our Flag Means Death. And it's one of the, my fears with it. It's um, they want it to be representative of everyone that if they messed up, there was drama. And it's my biggest fear with a lot of gay media today that it keeps happening where we'll get something, we'll get representation, but if they don't represent everything or they don't represent something right the first time or they maybe get something wrong, that the community will instantly turn on them. And there's been like instances where like with Steven Universe where like the creators have received death threats. And I just... It was really bad with Glee, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, no, Glee was like a death zone on Twitter or Tumblr. Tumblr. was mm -hmm. awful. The scars of Glee still live on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. It was bad. But yeah, it's like, because like the fandom would go crazy if there was a, because like, I, I remember a very specific Tumblr post. It was like, yeah, we voted on everything. We made sure our Glee won everything that was possible. But at the end, we always felt betrayed because we didn't get what exactly what we wanted. And it was like, 
that was basically the start of it, really. I also feel like Glee was like one of the first fandoms who really went diehard on like ship versus ship. Mm-hmm. Like you were a Britanna or you were a Clane. You could not be both. No. <laughs> That's so interesting now that you think about it. Because like looking back, why not both? I mean, yeah, why not both? But it was just like the <laughs> fandom. As a bisexual, that's what I always say. I'm sorry. I'm why sorry. not both? That was good. That was good. <laughs> why not both? I'm so, sorry. Ashley, what I'm have done. you witnessed of Glee on the interwebs? Because I know yeah. you said you stopped watching it, but you paid attention to social. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard not to, like, once you watch a little bit of it. It was mostly like, um, like, what, what news headline is going to come out next, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talked about, like, there were some actor deaths that were like pretty interesting and um, wild, you know, just some topics that were really wild in terms of the shipping. I'll be real honest. Um, fan Glee fan fiction was almost overwhelming. It was like, there was so much of it and people were kind of like you had to, you had your ship and you stuck to it. Like that's kind of how I felt about it. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. I have so much to speak about. (laughs) Blaine and Kurt. I mean, not Blaine and Kurt. Uh, Blaine. Yeah, Kurt. Just like looking at words. It's brain hurts. Okay. Oh my God. I'm seeing the number from the side of her laptop. Oh, this isn't that bad. 17,000? What about fanfiction.net? Because that was bigger back then. Here's the thing. Fun fact. (gasps) Oh, fuck. Fanfiction.net was not always great towards. Well, and then they got, they got, wasn't there some. uh... So this is why this. So. I used to read exclusively on fanfiction.net. A lot of us did. Then the purge happened and that was mid glee. And so That's I was searching right. for mm. fanfiction wherever I could and I wasn't like I couldn't figure out archive of our own yet. And so like I used to my main source was LiveJournal. That was the first time I went to LiveJournal for fanfiction was and I'm going to say something very embarrassing and I never want to talk about it again. So take this okay, moment okay. for mm-hmm. the glee kink meet like a uh, page. Okay, say that so, one more time. So that, say that one more time. I'm, the Glee Kink page. Sarah, you're going to have to enunciate. <laughs> I wonder if it's still around. Sarah. The Glee Kink. kink. It's me. me. It's It still exists. It's on LiveJournal. Yes, I'm 18 or older. And um, <laughs> were, you we say, were, were you at the time? Were you at the time? I just no. want to say that we were going to do something with Live Journal. Uh, I wanted to do a, like a little surprise thing for our listeners, uh, but then we found out it's Russian owned and maybe a little shady. So, oh, <laughs> did not know that. I did not know that's why we stopped. I just oh yeah, that's why I pulled the plug on that idea. We, we decided to go a different route with that. Yeah. So we kink meme, um, and it was every single like it was kind of like a place where. Some stuff was posted, and this is where I discovered uh, ABO. Fun fact. Oh my fucking this god! This is the For origin those who story. Don't know, what's ABO? Sarah? ABO is Alpha Beta Omega, which is a uh, kink of sorts of uh, dominance and uh, juiciness. <laughs> <laughs> juiciness. And a little bit of nodding. Okay, that's a quote. Um. Wow, uh, I didn't realize that this is where it alpha, started. Who's the uh, alpha? I think yeah. I know, but who's the beta? Who's the alpha? It depends. It depends. It depends. It Let me tell you, mega. there is some incredible fan fiction out there. And I was like, oh. And um, so the thing is, is that fanfiction.net had purged of sorts. And I was yeah. like, I need content. And so people were posting it on LiveJournal. And that's how I found some of these things. Because like when I looked up Clane fan fiction, this popped up. And also another website called... Uh, uh, it was called like scarves and coffee, which was like Clay and uh, Kurt's thing. Mm. Yeah, and like that That's one was cute. like a whole other That's website. So Tumblr, kind of I like know. Sugar Quill. If everybody on Harry Potter fandom ever went to Sugar Quill, it was like a different level. It was like a higher tier fan fiction because you had to have like a certain requirements to join and like I would check that every morning, and then I would check the Glee kink bean, and that's how I read fan fiction for Glee for a very long time. Do you know what I remember? And I don't know if this is accurate. But I'm pretty sure it is. The thing that became really popular because of Glee and Tumblr is the phrase "that's problematic." Mm. <laughs> because like, I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, you like the ship? Well, that's problematic because of X, Y, Z, and I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there's so many war. I wasn't even like, like I wasn't active in any fandom thing for Glee. I was in other stuff. I was a sci-fi girl, but you know, I'd still get things on my uh, page. And it just they were always fighting, always, all the always. time. Sarah, Sarah. Uh, yeah. ABO. Yeah. Plain. What? I mean, it depended. It, it like, <laughs> there are, 
<laughs> there are so many interesting stories. Like there's, and like being a high school girl, hot for teacher was a thing as it was. And now like I'm an adult and I'm like, wow, that's sketchy. Mm-hmm. But there was awful. an awful, but like at the time there was a ABO soulmates. Like that's the thing is ABO, like their thing was less about the alpha or werewolf-esque type of stuff and more about the secondary gender and like assigning people for marriages and figuring their things out and like there's so many i feel like we need to make a graph of every episode we made does it lead to abo or does it lead Lead to to incest incest. oh my god that is so true the show did not go the direction i thought it would this in general this one leads to abo yeah this one leads to abo yeah um so i was very aware like see this is what's concerning is that like this is how you found things is that they would be over here on the right side people can't see no people can't okay let me describe there is a side that has a word bubble of sorts and so the bigger the words is the more things there are and um what's the biggest word the biggest word is filled Ooh. and then boy pussy oh my god bottom <laughs> bottom curt uh but see bottom blade is about the same size uh <laughs> dirty my- talk is pretty high uh Expositionism? No. Exposure. Dub Exhibitionism. (laughs) Jealousy. (laughs) Phone sex. Oh, rubbing and fraudage and grinding is very high up there. Uh, Is it rubbing slash grinding? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But see, Top Blaine and Top Kurt are about the same size. But nonetheless, so like if you wanted to read something, you would come here and you'd click the little plus next to it and then would give you everything that had that. I don't like how big werewolves was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, Toys and Objects is also rather large. Um, that was a journey I didn't expect today. No, I forgot. I didn't think I was going to admit to it. Because after after this, going on about how cute their romance was and season two, we, even, go, yeah, we I go straighten into uh, kink. <laughs> Well, you, you asked Jaren? me about the fan fiction. No, I did. I did. I did. What? How are you feeling about that? Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild, to be honest. Like, I didn't expect that to come from, I don't know, from from Glee. Just, <laughs> like when when you when you read that and go, ah, oh, this is the same fan base as Glee. I go, oh. Isn't, I, isn't that show just about singing? Like that, uh, that's all. That's all I know about. There's Glee. a lot of sex in Glee. There's a lot so of sex. In, like, it, like, yeah, I had no clue that it was like. I don't know. I didn't. I never watched it. So I mean, you know. It, and when they advertise it, it's like maybe they show like a drama thing for like a teaser, but they don't. You know, they don't. They're not going to go into depth on it in a commercial. And then they go, and then there's a song, and it's like, whoa. Okay. They they have sex relatively. The like, whole. There's a whole plot line in the first season, which is one of my by far favorite funniest plot lines of all time, mm-hmm. which is uh, the cheerleader, the lead cheerleader, uh-huh. is dating the captain of the football team, and he is a virgin. He thinks she is a virgin, but she's hooking up with his best friend, Ooh. and mm-hmm. she gets pregnant. And so then she tries to convince this football player that no, they sat kid. in the hot tub together, so it's, clearly it's his, it's his kid. kid. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, I've, I don't know where it was, but I've heard that scenario before from something. Yeah, yep. they used it in Glee, and oh. then like, I, I, if I, if memory serves me yeah. right, uh, Finn, the person who was tra- being trying to convince of this, mother is a nurse, and she was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> she's like one in a million chance. But like odds are low. To be real honest, and it takes, Finn, do they sing it takes Finn a while to figure <laughs> oh this my, out. So many. Like there's a point where she's trying to get both. Like it's it's absurdities because Finn is kind of like between Quinn and Rachel the entire time, and Quinn is between um, Puck and Finn the entire time. So like there's lots of a times where they get together and they break up and they're like fighting and there's lots of like, songs happening. Like even Clayne, like we were talking about it, like they break up and get back together like four times. Yeah. yeah. Ah, so. And like when I said kind of cheating, it like it cheated. No, he cheated. The thing is, is that <laughs> like at a point like their Kurt went to college a year before, which is really fucky the timeline as like a big avid fan of Clayne. When we were introduced to Blaine, it is insinuated that he is older than Kurt. And then they go, no, 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 no. That doesn't work for our plot. He's a year younger than Kurt. Uh, and you're like, oh, oh weird. That explains that. Blaine has some like uh, mentor moments with Kurt. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like he's yeah, younger. Yeah, he's a year younger. And so like, so Kurt goes to New York before Blaine. 
and Blaine is stuck in Lima and like apparently the relationship's fine and then Blaine comes out to surprise Kurt and then admits that he was talking to another guy but he ran away before anything happened but he was talking to another guy gotcha and I believe they made out but I don't think anything happened I don't remember directly off my mind but still making out if something happened yes so like I believe everybody was was the first time they they broke up I can't remember exactly, but you I remember believe, the drama, though, right? I remember the drama, but I know that, like, in the end, it, everyone is is like he cheated. I don't know how physical they got, though. My my brain just goes blank. I don't think they really. I they just like they don't really. There go is into a it. heartbreaking, like, like it's not heartbreaking. It's his own fault. But like the way that they share it to the audience, it hurts because like you're so invested in this couple, and like it's like Blaine getting texts and like Blaine like going to a hotel room Ooh. and then it's like the next episode he's with Kurt and because like all the while you're getting stories of all these characters like I'm just talking about Clayne right now but at all times there's at least like six other people and background stories going on mm-hmm. like there's lots of sex lots of sex there's it's just so weird it's just so incredibly weird but um yeah no everybody's having sex there's several pregnancy scares <laughs> yes Classic. Yeah. classic it's very insinuated that like Britanna, which is like in goal, like they are in goal and they have a happy ending. They um So they're they're two cheerleaders, um who are best friends. Were originally kind of like mean girls. Uh Brittany was the one that uh, tried to convince Finn that he No, 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 Quinn was. Oh, it was Quinn. That's a different one. Britney's just like Britney's the uh, um, this is gonna sound me, but she's the kind of the dumb one. She's kind of yeah, the dumb one, but she gets into is. MIT at the end. Okay, okay. Oh so God. Quinn is the Ugh. one with the fin. Brittany <laughs> and smarts, Santana not street smarts. Yeah. are like, but they're kind of like the mean girls. They're mean right? girls and they're like, well, Santana's the mean girl and Brittany's like follows her around like her puppy mm-hmm. is like a good way uh-huh. to say it. Mm. And they insinuate that they're, like there's a lot of insinuations that they're hooking up the entire time. And it's like a friends with benefits type of situation. Yeah. Right. But like, and then it kind of like develops into a, we really like each other, like, but I don't want to come out of the closet. And mm-hmm. Brittany's just like, I don't understand why this is a problem. Look at Kurt. He's living his best rainbow life. Like, why can't I? Like, that's the way mm-hmm. she talks. She's like, dolphins are just gay sharks. Like, that's a very famous <laughs> quote from her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. And so it's like, she's just like off in La La Land living her best life. And she doesn't understand why Santana's having like these issues of like coming out as like, mm-hmm. and Santana's like, uh, I think it goes into it, but like as a Latino woman and like the expectations of her as like a woman in that family and like mm-hmm. things like that is. Yeah, if I remember correctly, her coming out did not go well with her family. No, it went really bad. Yeah. And I think she ends up moving in with Brittany. Mm-hmm. But um, she gets outed at one point and then they ended up like they end up together and they break up once or twice and like Brittany's by. And so she's just hopping around a little bit because she doesn't understand anything. And can I just say. One thing uh, has nothing to do with the relationship. I re- lo- I love Santana mostly because she would tell her teacher off too. Mm-hmm. There was one episode that I appreciated so fucking much. It was like Latin Music Week, and he was like, "Oh, let's do the Macarena." And she's like, "Fuck you! That's not all we are." He's like, "But look how fun it is." She's like, "No, stop this! This is really bad." He's like, "But it's fun." And <laughs> he was an awful teacher. Yeah, no, Will Schuster, who is the teacher, is awful. Absolutely, hundred percent awful. If you go back and watch it, you're like, "Wow, he's awful." Like it, you. As a child, you watch it and you go, wow, Will Schuster really has their back. And then as an adult, you're like, wow, he sucks. And also, how is Sue Sylvester the most supporting character like the, the, of everyone? Uh, Sue's played by Jane Lynch. For, I like, don't know. She got violent a couple times. Which she, I didn't like. she went a little cray. She, little she did cray. go a little cray. But like also, like I felt like she had the best interest in people's hearts more than Will ever did. Sometimes. Sometimes. They were all crazy. <laughs> all of the teachers were insane. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow guest stars and gives all the kids drugs. That's an episode. Uh, oh, fun fact. First episode. Do you want to know how Finn, the star of the football team, got added to the team? I mean, to Glee? Oh, to the club? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He just walked in. No, no, no. He didn't want to do it. Will Schuster, the teacher, plants weed in his locker and says, I found this in your locker. Either you join Glee Club or I tell the principal. He gets extorted into doing it? <laughs> yes. In <laughs> frame? episode. <laughs> That That's should have wild. told us everything about the Because he hears him show. singing in the shower. <laughs> Instead of asking, he just... Did he ask him? No. Oh, okay, cool. Immediately just frames him <laughs> for weed possession. Glee. Wild. Glee. Um, Last time on Glee. Basically, though, Sarah, 
Yeah. We've gotten to, they've gotten together. Yeah. They've gone to New York. There is cheating. Yes. Um, But if we only have a little bit left, what else do we want to? So uh, something I do want to say is like, well, first of all, with Brit- Britanna, they do landslide together and it is the most heartbreaking mm. fucking gay moment in the entire show, despite Curtin Blaine, like that, that mantle goes to uh, Santana singing landslide to Britney, 100%. It is so painfully beautiful. Um, nonetheless, so they break up, they get together, they break up, they get together mm-hmm. uh, several times over. Um, but the moral of the story is every single time like in my memory, saying this in my memory, I stopped watching when um, the actor who plays Finn, Corey Monteith, passed away. But the they end up together. I want like it, there was they end up together happy in New York, and like the way that they discuss a lot of their issues is that they're not very often brushed under a rug for very long. They usually end up addressing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a TV show, so you have to, but like they never ought, never ever like kill your gaze, Blaine. They never write him off. And like, they even go back and finish like the bully story, like Dave, like the, the, the Kurtz high school bully comes out as gay and starts dating Blaine at one point because he was actually in the closet the whole time. And he was so jealous. What season is this? It's five or six. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. You can't squeeze that at the end. <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. Yeah. All right. Okay, fine. Continue. Uh, also, like, part of the reason that Blaine, like, they moved to New York and they, like, uh-huh. after, like, they get back together and Kurt is, like, improving his life every single day and Blaine doesn't feel like he's succeeding at school. He doesn't feel like he's succeeding at life. He starts binge eating and he starts, like, kind of going through crisis and starts having depression and like him and Kurt aren't handling it well together. And so like Blaine as the adult person, like I need to move out. Like I need us to like live in separate places because this, like where we're at in our lives right now are not matched and I need to go find myself. And so Mm -hmm. he moves out even though they're still together. Mm -hmm. And then after some time, uh, they move back in together and uh, then the next season starts and they're broken up again because they were fighting again. Um, And like Kurt, dates uh this guy adam who is i believe played by uh a famous what is who's one of the winners of america's got talent adam Mm. levine yeah how did i remember that (laughs) i said it earlier (laughs) before we started that was good we gotta take you to trivia adam levine plays (laughs) kurt's boyfriend and like or like they break they they kind of date but don't date type of situation and like blaine goes and dates like moves back to lima because his depression and his overeating is too much. And so he moves back home and (coughs) I just choked on my spit. Um, And so he moves back to Lima and starts dating Dave because like they met each other all the while. Also like uh, Sebastian Stan. What? What is Sebastian Stan's name? What is Who am I thinking of? No, not Sebastian Stan. (laughs) Who it's Sebastian's his name in the show. Grant Gustin. Also, Grant Gustin isn't at one point and is trying to steal Blaine from Kurt. Like, there's a lot of, like, other gay characters that are introduced that are, like, kind of flaws to these characters. Sarah, you almost turned my world upside down. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Does that change your world? No, of course Whoopi Goldberg's in it. She sings. She's known for that. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of characters that are, like, led there. But, like, generally they talk about their issues and they figure their things out and, like... At one point, Blaine, um, Kurt goes back to Lima because he realizes that he's in love with Blaine. So he, like, goes and, like, tries to confess and being like, you know what, like, we'll figure this out together. And then that's when he finds out that he's dating Dave and something has happened. And then uh, they sporadically get married with Britanna, which is Santana and Brittany. Like, Brittany and Santana have a wedding planned and they're Uh getting married. And then Kurt and Blaine also get married with them. They have Same a day. double. They have a double wedding, double gay wedding. I knew they ended up together. I was actually uh, before this podcast, like, because I I never watched the end of Glee. So I was like, wait, I, what happened to that? So I was like, don't, don't. I'll tell you. Double so they, gay wedding. So they did the uh, Elizabeth like uh, like Pride and Prejudice double wedding at the end. Yeah, tied up with a bow. <laughs> whoever is my future spouse. We are not having a fucking double no, wedding. No, absolutely I not. am the main character <laughs> no. of my wedding. So <laughs> that happens. And then like 
it's kind of like wrapping up. Um, I watched the last episode of Glee actually uh-huh. because my I went home one time because I've been living away from Colorado for eight years now, and I went home. And my little sisters were watching it all from the beginning because they never watched it all. And they were on the last two episodes. And I was like, oh, so I never watched them. I cried like a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I cried so much because they go over, like the last episode is five years later. Mm -hmm. So it goes over everybody and where they're at in life. And so like it's Rachel married um, Spring Awakening co-star. Jesse St. James is his name. Oh, I love Jesse St. James. So, okay. I thought they ended up together. I yeah, they ended him. up together. And she, like, it ends with her collecting a Tony's award. Oh, awesome. And she's pregnant with Curtin Blaine's child. Okay. Because she's, she's their surrogate yeah, for them. Surrogate. Oh. And they're in New York. And I think it's, like, hinted that Blaine's a, like, a music teacher and Kurt's a famous actor. And it's, like, then it, like, does a hard cut to all of the people back in Lima watching the Tonys. And you've got like um, everybody kind of just living their best life. And like it, as like somebody who gave up on Glee, walked <laughs> away for four or five years and then came back, just watched the last episode. Oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> I actually might watch that just because I'm curious. Enough. It was, it made me want to go back and watch Glee again. And I haven't had that urge since. Like, and that was, I mean, probably like two years ago that I was home for Christmas and they were doing this. But um, okay, I just wanted to mention that. If you're listening to this episode, if you want us to do a Glee episode, let us know. Like, mm-hmm. we mostly just focused on one thing. There is so much to so show. There's a lot to unpack with Glee. Like, something, something else I want to mention is, like, part of the reason that I wanted to make sure we did Clane during this, or even Britanna, is because here are t- three queer characters, four, if you can't blame, that you were introduced in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they have a happy ending. There was trials and tribulations between and like they dealt with them and like they got through them at one point. Like Kurt's jumped in New York and he's like in the hospital. Like there's so many things going on. Breakups, get back together. Yeah. But the fact is they actually had a happy ending. They had a happy ending. Which is presently rare for gay media. Yeah. There was no queer, like there was no kill your your gays that I'm aware of. There probably were more that I was unaware of, (laughs) but like there were none. And it was just generally like, it was, I keep burping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it generally was some of the best LGBTQ representation that like me as like a 26 year old had when I was in high school. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. But you said 26 year old in high school. You mean 16 year old in high well, school? Well, I was 16 in high school, but like 26 and back in high I school. I wasn't going to question that. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping people would do the math for me because I don't remember how old I was. <laughs> Um, I looked over and looked like Jaron was disappointed, but he was just on his phone. <laughs> he is disappointed in he us. Is, yeah. I just admitted to like Glee Kink meme. I never <laughs> thought I'd talk about that in public to anyone ever. Like that is the deep dark secret of Sarah Weems, is that. So there you go, I everyone. Feel like it's not that bad considering how much you it's revealed on bad. the show. You that really bad. need to investigate that kink meme before you really say anything. Okay. <laughs> I was All a little right. desperate. All right. Um <laughs> Ashley, final words. Final words is uh, this episode has made me miss Glee more than I thought it would. Right? Um, I thought I had uh, <laughs> let that go. <laughs> but now Sarah makes me want to watch the last episode. I want to just go watch Glee again a little bit or at least read the fan fiction. I gave up on Clane. I like I've I've uh, I grew I, I graduated from Clane to Steric and then Steric to what even couples are my reading right now? I just read a great dreary Heart fic. Stopper. Uh they're they're a little bit lacking in their fix. Too okay. new, too new, too right. young, too young. All right. So is that your final word, or do you have something? My else final to add? words is: even if you don't want to watch Glee, I feel like everyone should watch the first season to really understand. Like, it may be wild and crazy, but it is good a representation of the time because, like, that is the early two thousands. That was two thousand nine. That's what we had, mm-hmm. and like the way they acted and the way like it wasn't out of the world of the thought. Did I think I was going to get thrown into a dumpster when I was a freshman in high school because of that show? Yes. Did that ever happen? No. But was it a common occurrence for some people? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, my final words is it wasn't a perfect show. It tried to do too much, but it was also a starting point for a lot of people who didn't have anything growing up. And, you know, it got a, 
Gotta give it some respect, even though it was a trash fire, but it was our trash fire <laughs> that did a lot. <laughs> our trash fire. Exactly. And it's really interesting the things and that are still prevalent today that have come from Glee. And you know, I'm I'm curious about the future of the actors that we have. Um I know isn't um the guy who plays Kurt isn't he a, like an author now? He is. I was gonna mention that. So the guy who plays Blaine, Kurt, Darren Kurtz, is still acting. Honestly, really, like out of everybody on that show, he probably has the most credible acting career. After mm-hmm. the fact, he continues to work with Ryan he was Murphy. In a Muppet movie. He was in a Muppet movie. Well, he was in also Muppet. Uh, <laughs> he was also in that um, crew. What was that? Uh, the American Crimes TV show, and he was the uh, Versailles. You don't remember that? No. He was the guy who killed Versailles in the TV show, and it was. I watched that when I was twenty. It was before I worked here, but it was. Oh yeah, I it was that. very. He's painful. on Broadway right now, though. He's been oh, in on yeah. Broadway Oh, yeah, but constantly. he's there right now, and I'm a little... Just, I want to go see it. But, yeah, uh, it's just... We... Oh, and Kurt, the guy who plays Kurt, uh, Chris Colfer, he is a famous uh, children's author now and yeah. writes a lot of incredible books and has a really re- reputable series. So if you ever want to look it up, it's called Land Before Time, I believe. No, that's not it. That is a movie that about dinosaurs. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Let me see. I gotta correct myself. Littlefoot and Ducky. Spike. His series, The Land of Stories. There it is. There, there it, it is. is. Sorry, it is. Uh, now Steffi, finish your note. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay, I just fucking really ending now. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, if you have any thoughts about Glee or about gay relationships and media, gay media in general, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support the show, please rate it. Tell your friends, family, anyone who think be interested, uh, because that's how our show is going to survive. Uh, that's all I will say on that. <laughs> Help us get our numbers up, please. Yes, please. <laughs> so we can survive to the end of the year. Please. We didn't have any scary meetings recently. None. Anyways, um, but yeah, thank you so much for everyone who's been yes, here so you. far. Um, this show is like a bright star for me in very weird times. So thank you so much. I, I love doing it. I love communicating with everybody who's, you know, interested in the show. And we love you. So thank you so very much. Love you. Thank you, Jaren. And we will see you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.